Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Just two days after the mass shooting in Nashville, Tennessee, yesterday was the annual Illinois Gun Owner Lobby Day. Gun rights supporters marched in Springfield to protest the assault weapons ban that was recently passed. And my colleague Mawa Iqbal was also there. She says there were plaintiffs who were named in several state and federal lawsuits challenging the ban, including Richard Pearson. He's the executive director of the State Rifle Association. And he's taken issue with the part of the law that requires current gun owners to register their firearms with the state. We want to put the face on law-abiding citizens before the legislature and let them know they are not the problem. The problem are the criminals and the people who engage in criminal activities, and that's what we need to do something about. A few speakers did also address the school shooting in Nashville earlier this week. They said the problem isn't with the firearms, but with the people who use them. My godson is about to start high school, but he's been trying to start his own YouTube show since he could say the word YouTube. His mom has resisted the idea, hoping to protect him from the bile kids are exposed to online. But on the other hand, there's a lot of money to be made from creating content online. Business Insider spoke to some YouTube creators whose monthly earnings got up to $83,000. Monthly. But YouTube is starting to look a little like Hollywood for child stars. What happens when children are making the content, but their parents are managing the money? And they may not have the best of intentions. The Illinois Senate has unanimously passed a measure that would extend child labor protections to young vloggers. The proposal would require parents to place part of the money earned from videos posted in places like YouTube or TikTok in a trust fund for the child. David Kaler is a Democratic senator, and he says this legislation already exists for child actors, but that doesn't apply to kids that create on social media platforms. This becomes precedent setting. No other state in the the United States has voted on this. The proposal would also give children the right to sue their parents when they turn 18 for money that they think was withheld or for allegations of abuse related to vlogging. It now goes to the state house. Like other colleges and universities across the country, the University of Illinois is behind by a few decades in meeting its obligations to the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act. A recent investigation from ProPublica has found that the Urbana-Champaign campus is still housing almost 800 indigenous human remains. But things are changing, partly because the U of I created an office to return remains to the tribes. When we repatriate someone's ancestors to them, we want to be able to tell them exactly how many people there are, exactly what belongings they were buried with, because that could be culturally important in some cases. That was Christiana Krupa, who's the head of the office. Faculty at U of I started excavating native grave sites around 1900 and bringing people's belongings and remains back to the university. Some of those excavations continued into the 1980s. A couple of election reminders. First, today is the deadline for applications to vote by mail in the municipal election on Tuesday. Voters have to get their application to their local election authority by 5 o'clock today if they want to receive a vote by mail ballot. 
Chicago, Cook County, and most suburban residents can complete their application online. And if you want to vote early in person, you can do that at any early voting site through Monday. You can also vote at those sites on Tuesday, Election Day. Now, Chicago voters will be selecting a new mayor, but also a new alderman in some wards. And in the suburbs, residents will be voting on village presidents, as well as candidates for school, park, and library boards. Secondly, WBEZ, the Sun-Times, and the University of Chicago Institute of Politics are hosting both candidates for mayor in one final forum. You can listen live on the radio, 91.5 FM, or watch it at WBEZ.org. If you want to go in person, it's going to be at the Logan Center, which is at the University of Chicago. The forum starts at 6 o'clock tonight. And now for a few quick hits. There's an area in Bronzeville around 29th and King Drive that used to be the Michael Reese Hospital. When it closed back in 2009, the site was being considered for the Athletes' Village when Chicago made a bid for the 2016 Summer Olympics. Well, that didn't happen. So the city went with a $3.8 billion mega development on the site. And that broke ground yesterday. The project has been branded as the Bronzeville Lakefront. It'll be a 48-acre cultural destination with retail, a welcome center, mixed-income housing, and a life sciences center. And it's opening day in baseball. The Cubs will be hosting the Brewers today at 1.20 p.m., The White Sox are in Houston playing the defending World Series champions tonight at 6.08. So precise. As for the weather, mostly cloudy and cold this morning, but it'll slowly climb up to the low 50s by tonight and right into the low 60s by tomorrow. It'll be pretty dry and partly cloudy today with some rain coming up tomorrow as well. And that's it for the rundown today. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. 